0: Hi, I am Maggie Murr, welcoming you to the first episode, Mental and Emotional Blocks to Financial Success in our second series about financial success called Changing Your Relationship with Money by Closets, Cars, and Curiosities. Be reminded that this podcast and all related posts and content are presented solely for general informational educational, and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or any other qualified professional diagnosis or treatment. And it does not create a therapist-client relationship. Always seek the guidance and assistance of your doctor or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding your personal health or any medical condition and or any opinions expressed within this podcast, all related posts and content, and this site. There are activities within this podcast meant to be experiential. That means that there will be opportunities for you to engage by exploration of your own experiences. And in doing so, we will be suggesting that you sometimes close your eyes or support your heart with your hand or other attention oriented suggestions. Do not engage with this podcast while driving, operating heavy machinery, tending to children or engaging in any activity that requires your attention. If you are not able to provide your full attention safely, return another time when you can. Before we begin this podcast, Be sure to choose a place for this activity that feels comfortable and private. It might even be a closet or a car. Have water and a snack readily available. Grab a journal and something to write with and a covering for your eyes if you should want those too. Settle into your favorite chair or yoga mat and take some long, slow, deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. As you breathe out, always have the intention to release old energies, old stuck records, old ideas, beliefs, feelings, and experiences that no longer suit you. Breathe in new energies, new oxygen, into every one of your cells, as bookmarks for new experiences of money and financial success, as I share with you a bit of my story. In my early adulthood, I was living in the Caribbean, clamoring about over dirt roads, more like amusement park rides, dirt roads that were waterfalls in rainy season. In an old red Suzuki, I called the Flintstone mobile because I could push my feet through the missing floorboards. The noises that old Suzuk made can't be described in words. So I'll leave that to your imagination. On one particular morning, I was toting three adorable children to their school. They never had any shoes because their parents could not afford them. From the back seat, thankfully, the Flintstone mobile still had one of those. The children were arguing about which house on the mountain they wanted to housekeep for when they got old enough. The disparity in money and lifestyle was especially visible because the expats from America and Europe afforded constructing large houses high on the mountain peak. The local families had small shared houses built where it was flat and construction costs were less. Many of those houses were without hot and cold running water. The two little girls were vying for who would become the housekeeper of the largest of those houses on the mountain, while the brother, about seven, piped in, I will take care of that big blue one. He often talked about what it would feel to walk through the oversized, solid wood entry doors of that huge house. And then he turned to the girls and said, and you can clean it for me. A lot transpired in my world and theirs from our conversation that day. A lot I might share in a later podcast, but staying our course about money and financial success. I remember that I took my weary self to the beach with a cup of coffee after I had dropped them off. There was no one else on that beach for as far as my eyes could see. And it was the first time I looked to the horizon and asked of the ocean, what expectations had I had of a career path? Because my culture, my family, my parents had recorded those expectations within me. The three children never contemplated how they might have a career as a writer or photographer or a business owner so that they could build themselves a house like those they were fighting to clean someday? What expectations had I never had about money or career? How was money and career dictated to me by the ways that I had accepted or rebelled against the records that had played for me as a child? records like my father's words over and over. It's hell to make a dollar, number one daughter, he always said. Or the beliefs that wealthy people take advantage of the people with very little. Or that money is the root of all evil. I also remember hearing often, unless you want to be like a doctor or a lawyer, don't go to college because any other degree isn't worth the money it's printed on and the debt will be a noose around your neck for the rest of your life. My truth is that I had neck and back issues in my early adulthood. I believe it was those nooses manifesting themselves physically. If your body believes that you have nooses around your neck, don't you think it might begin to adjust to those perceived nooses in a physical way? These were the emotional and mental inheritances, maybe even the physical ones, that I had accepted as my own relative to career, money, and financial success. Audience, take a moment to relax with me while you do some exploring of your own inheritances. Let's begin this exploration by taking some really long, slow, deep breaths so, as to calm your nervous system and recenter your attention away from everything that is vying for your attention, let's return your attention back to you, back to your heart, your body, your truths. Let's breathe together for a moment in through your nose to the count of four, out through your mouth to the count of six. Remember that you're breathing in new oxygen, which is new energy, as bookmarks for new experiences in every cell and breathing out the old energies, old beliefs, old ideas and old experiences that no longer suit you through your breath, out your mouth. Breathing into the count of four through your nose. Two, three, four. Out through your mouth to the count of six. Two, three, four. Five, six, in through your nose, two, three, four, out through your mouth, two, three, four, five, six, in through your nose, two, three, four. Out through your mouth, two, three, four, five, six. In through your nose, two, three, four. Out through your mouth, two, three, four, five, six maintaining your long slow deep breaths and hopefully feeling more relaxed and more connected to you let's turn your attention now to your stomach send your stomach some love for all that it has contributed to your life and ask your stomach what did my family my culture and my community say about career, money and financial success that I digested as my own. Take three minutes to write down what comes up for you. Still relaxing with those long, slow, deep breaths. Put your focus now to your heart. Can you feel it beating? It has been beating for you through every laugh, every pain, every tear. Ask your heart who knows you well. Heart. What negative things did my parents, my culture, my community, believe about persons that have financial success and wealth? Again, take these three minutes to write down your thoughts. Still relaxing with those long, slow, deep breaths, put your attention now to your shoulders, the part of your body that for many of you carries the weight of your choices. Send your shoulders love for their carry and ask them, Shoulders, what burdens do you carry relative to career and money? and financial success. Take these three minutes to jot down your answers. Audience continue to relax, continue the long, slow, deep breathing. You are in the process of unearthing the subconscious programming that has influenced your ideas, your beliefs, your actions, your feelings, your experiences, and your choices about money and financial success. I will share with you a bit more of my story so you understand where we are going with this. My parents worked incredibly hard for the very little money they had when I was growing up. They came though from grandparents and great grandparents that had multi-generational wealth and financial success. My parents would not have access to that family money until very late in their lives. So you can imagine that I was surrounded by money, but had no access to it. This formed my perspectives like money is easy for many, but not for me. It also created an expectation in me that I would be able to make my bills each month, but nothing more than it would take to survive. I call this living in financial survival mode. It's not a coincidence that on the day I learned from these three arguing children that I was stuck in my own inherited patterns, similarly as they were unable to comprehend that they might own, build and create lives different than their cultural recordings dictated. I was driving an old Jeep with no floorboards. I do not personally believe in coincidence. So let's move on to ask what recordings could I have benefited from learning instead of the recordings that I did? I could have benefited from recordings like financial success does not make a person inherently good or bad and Financial success is easy for everyone to obtain if they understand how money and taxes work, and thus financial success could be easy for me too. And I don't have to suffer to attain financial success. And I can be authentically me and make money with ease. Given my personal history, my parents' grandparents and my parents' great-grandparents, I could have learned. I come from a lineage of persons that create businesses and generate long-term generational wealth and therefore I can do it too. But that's not what I learned. Come back to your breath audience, long, slow, deep breaths, in through your nose, out through your mouth, and this time turn your attention to your throat. Notice if you feel any tightness from the part of you that speaks or doesn't speak your truths into the world and say to your throat, tell me throat, what are the messages I wish I had received from my family, my culture and my community about career and money and financial success? Now let's explore the behaviors relative to money and financial success that came from the learning that I received. In my case, you can imagine how often in my early adulthood, I said to myself, a friend or an employer, I only need to earn X amount of dollars to make my bills because I was continuing to act on the recordings of my subconscious about financial survival and not from recordings I needed about financial success. I had learned that to pay your day-to-day bills was a privilege, and so I was living that privilege, but only that privilege, until that day on the beach when I understood that I could ask for more. I could ask for something different. And still when I say that, it's not enough to just want for something more or ask for something more. You have to want something so much that you are willing to change the subconscious recordings from which you have operated all your life. That's not a small thing. Have you ever had a doctor tell you you could benefit from less sugar? But your family and your community, they always had lots of breads and pastas and desserts when they gathered. And these things, because they had them at gatherings, bring comfort to you in the ways that they did when you were young. So you try for a week or two, and then you shrug your shoulders burdened by your choices and you say, I tried, but I can't help that I like what I like. The illnesses in America, like heart disease, diabetes, and many others, would be so fewer if it were easy for you to change your ways. In that vein, notice that you have made a list of negative ideas, beliefs, and burdens that you learned and have carried about money and financial success. And you have made a list of things you wish you had learned about money and financial success. Now, close your eyes again. Long, slow, deep breaths out through your mouth, in through your nose. And ask yourself this question. How could I change my negative beliefs and burdens about money and financial success to the positive ones that I wish I had learned and experienced? Returning, ask yourself these questions now. Do I believe, given the answers I just got, that I can actually leave this podcast and believe differently? Have I changed my financial path by this podcast alone? Audience, here's my truth. It is unlikely that any of you will move from the subconscious beliefs, ideas, and actions about money and financial success into positive ones because of this podcast. Why? Because as a child, once you heard that money was hard to make, your child self put on lenses to find evidence in the world that money was hard to make instead of looking for all the evidence that your learning was false, because doing so would have separated you from the safety, wisdom, and knowledge of your family, your community. Your child self likely accepted your learning as truth. So as to align with your family, align with your village, as I often refer to the powerful accompaniment, of family and community. In looking at the world through the lenses of acceptance, your child self now aligned with family and community, aligned with village, then began to take in the evidence of those acceptances. For example, when my parents struggled to pay an electric bill, this was evidence that there would never be more money than we needed to survive. When my father worked weekends and came home tired, this was evidence of his words, it's hell to make a dollar. And when my neighbors moved into a bigger house, this was evidence that money was easy for some people, but would never be easy for us. It's like this. If you go shopping for a car today and you bring home a Toyota, on your way back from the dealership, you will likely see nothing but Toyotas on the road. Wow, you'll say, I didn't realize how many people drive Toyotas. But if you bring home a Ford, you will likely say to yourself the very same thing about Fords. It's not like someone's calling out on a CB and saying, get all those Toyotas on the road or get all those Fords on the road. We can only take in a very small bit of information from the extraordinary amount of information that comes at us. Our minds mostly search for evidence for or against the recordings of our subconscious and the rest goes right on by try sitting with your siblings and comparing your parents' or your childhood to theirs. I often hear from my clients, It's like my sister wasn't even there! She didn't know my parents at all! Your siblings are likely saying the very same thing about you because your records and your search for evidence to support or deny those records were different based on things like birth order, gender orientation, and experience interpretations. I hear all the time from women, I had to make my bed and my brothers didn't, it wasn't fair. And then they go on to tell me how frustrated they are that they are now married to a husband that doesn't make their bed, and thus the patterns of their childhood are being repeated. These are the inheritances that we don't talk about in the early honeymoon phase of relationships. So they are the patterns and the resentments from childhood that are waiting to bite us when we have left the honeymoon phase. Let's come back to money and financial success. Long, slow, deep breaths. Out through your mouth, in through your nose. Closing your eyes if you can do so safely and ask this time of the whole of your body. What are the patterns I am repeating? The patterns that I learned from my childhood about money and financial success. Maybe I spend everything on the first day I get a paycheck. Maybe I pay my bills first and play with whatever is left over. Maybe I control all the money in my family. Or maybe I give full control over to my partner. Or maybe I am spending money as means of ways to make myself feel good, like I did in childhood. Again, what are the patterns that I am repeating patterns that I learned from my childhood about money and financial success. Continuing the long, slow, deep breathing, now ask again the whole of your body. These are the patterns I have inherited and am continuing to live by. What are the patterns I want to live by? I am going to leave you now with these questions, audience. It has been our intention for you to have a version of the experience that I had that day in the Flintstone mobile when I realized I was living the emotional and mental inheritances of my family and community. If you do want to change your patterns relative to money and financial success, consider listening to our self-hypnosis for financial success on a regular basis. This self-hypnosis is an invitation to your subconscious to begin to change some of those recordings that we uncovered today. And in preparation for the next episode in the series, Emotional and Mental Blocks to Financial Success, look up these three accounts on the internet or other means. The first account, a solo Roth, S-O-L-O-R-O-T-H. The second, a Coverdell, C-O-V-E-R-D-E-L-L. And the third, Golden Roth, Golden, G-O-L-D-E-N, Roth. Roth. These are commonly used by the wealthy as tax havens, readily available to the general public. And when you do look them up, ask yourself the question, how is it that some people grew up knowing about these accounts and utilizing them to create financial success, but I never have? Or maybe you knew about them but you have never used them. I suspect that if you are utilizing these accounts to their capacities, you won't continue on with this podcast because you don't have emotional and mental blocks to financial success. Realizing that there is a world out there that you have never been exposed to and exposing yourself finally to that world is a first step toward making change. It's a journey. And journeys don't happen in one step, but they can never happen without the first step.